What's up, people? And welcome back to another episode of the Ren Pod. Uh, excuse if you hear a humming in the background. It is hot everywhere in the world right now, and I, I need, listen, I need this air on, or else I'm going to melt in this hot A room right now, okay? Just understand that. Um, so... We took we took a bit of a, a, a little hiatus, a little a little vacation, a little break, um, because you know we were a bit gassed. Okay, um, I'll, I'll admit it. We were a bit gassed. We were recording a lot. I was I'm, I'm you know I'm trying to double up on some other things and kind of work on some uh, some side projects. So you know, um, the motivation was a bit a uh, bit iffy for a little minute, um, but back again. Um, from a nice mental health cleanse, honestly, because uh, I, I got off Twitter for a while. I've been off Twitter for like a month at this point. And by off Twitter, I mean, I've been I've been scrolling through. I've been retweeting stuff. I've been like scrolling through and lurking about, but I haven't like posted things on Twitter, you know, which I don't do often anyway. I'm kind of I'm terrible at this whole social media thing, honestly. Um, but every now and then I use, you know, I, I'll, I'll like post something, uh, of which we'll talk about when Braulio gets back. Cause I really want to talk about this Batman, uh, news, which if you've been paying attention, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, and if you haven't, well, I mean, you'll find out when we talk about it, I guess. Um, but today it's going to be back to kind of one of those, um, one of those, you know, the, 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 one of those just me episodes. So I guess, you know, um, and I'm sorry, if you hear like a jingling in the background, uh, I wouldn't get, I got fidget rings. So I'm, I'm that annoying person in the room now who's constantly like spinning, uh, spinning rings or whatever. Uh, so this week we're, we're going to talk about, I guess, um, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about, I guess, production of cinema, not cinema. I don't know, whatever. Uh, we'll get to it when we get there, I guess. I don't know. Um, there's going to be talk. I, I really want to talk about Loki a little bit. Just my thoughts about it. It's not really going to be spoilery because I'm going to talk about uh, the, the pilot episode and the second episode uh, with Braulio. Um, I, I want to talk about some, I guess, some some Twitch stuff. If we're going to talk about Twitch, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. We're probably not going to talk about Twitch stuff because um, it's kind of boring. Uh, talk about some camera stuff because i just bought a camera so that'll be fun um i'm gonna take a lot of pictures i'm gonna be uploading a lot of pictures um so that's that's gonna be a whole whole vibe um and then some music stuff i'm just gonna talk about what what, what music i've been listening to recently um and then i'll get, I'll get you know i'll talk about what's comic books I, I bought like 80 comic books uh recently um i had a pretty good conversation about spider-man last saturday uh and that was really cool and hopefully um i'll probably have another one on this saturday as well uh you know it was it was really cool so i'll just kind of update on that and then i guess with gaming stuff i've been fudge that's my cellular telephone um and then what gaming stuff i've been doing so let's let's just jump into it huh i'm not i'm not philip defranco i don't know why i did that um yeah what what was the first thing I was I said I was gonna talk about? It's so hot in here. I'm melting as a person. Um Loki. That's what it was. I'm gonna be honest with you. You guys come here because you wanna hear my honest opinion, you wanna hear what I'm thinking. The pilot episode of Loki didn't capture me. It didn't give me 
what I and okay, I've said this a lot. I have become increasingly disenchanted with the MCU since since around Infinity War, roughly. Like they like the movies are they're fine. They're good. They're good. They're good. But I think for a long time they haven't been great. Like like in in terms of a spectacle, like in terms of visuals, great. Top of the line. Top of the line with like minor minor things that would, you know, that aren't top of the line in terms of visual appeal right the the cgi is amazing the action is great um you know when they're doing you know russo brothers are very good at at choreographing action um a la you know captain america the winter soldier um i feel like some of their big action sequences are a bit iffy like infinity war and endgame kind of the action sequences were were a lot less um a lot less than what i what i really wanted or or what was kind of i don't know it, it it was a lot less than than what could have been done i think um uh, but in terms of narrative storytelling i think that there has been a steady decline since around it's it's this has been an issue before infinity war um but you know i gave it a pass i wasn't burned out because there were certain films that kind of kept me going right like ant-man rejuvenated my feel for for marvel when i was starting to get burned out the first time ant-man 2 ant-man and the wasp also rejuvenated my feel for for marvel when i was getting burned out the second time black panther of course was a massive like boost uh guardians of the galaxy and guardians of the galaxy 2 were both massive boosts um even captain marvel uh, that that was something that was like it was different it was it was funny it was enjoyable um in some aspects and in other aspects of course it was it, it fell a little bit flat um but that was you know that that was mainly because it, it felt very samey to the 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 formula that marvel kept and i really wanted them to kind of spread out with captain marvel especially because i was like oh this is your chance to to like really do something different really go for it you know this is a character that's got so much history and so much like so much you can do and they were like what if we just did like what if we did like the same thing though and i was like oh i mean fine i guess okay fine fine um i guess yeah it's smart to keep it safe i guess uh because we know how we, we know how um audiences will react uh if you try something too differently especially with uh with this character because it's it's a woman in the in the main the main role um so i give it a pass for that because i was like okay yeah it, it is a smarter plan to kind of keep it safe keep it you know keep it keep it closer to the formula that way people have less to complain about um because it was important for for that to you know for that to be successful and be popular so that we can get more of that type of film um but uh but as far as the films go i think for now i might be burned out on on marvel films and i'm like i'm gonna give black widow i'm gonna hope that that's gonna be another boost that's gonna like bring me back again um but i think for now like especially i think i don't know if i'm gonna watch the next avengers film i'm gonna be honest 
I, I might have to give it like a couple of years, you know, I might have to give it like a couple of years, like a year and a half or something like that. Because if I see another movie that is exactly that same formula that they invented in Iron Man, I don't know if I'll be able to watch it again. Like, okay, no, I don't know who I'm kidding. I'm going to watch it again. Okay, I'm going to watch it again. We all know we're going to watch it again. No matter how much we get annoyed with the filmmaking process, we're always still going to watch it. Because I was like, oh, I'm not going to, I don't know how much I, how I'm going to feel about this, blah, blah, blah. And I still, but I didn't know I was going to feel about the Snyder Cut. And I still watched the Snyder Cut. I ended up liking the Snyder Cut, right? Um, but I mean, you know, like I still was, I was annoyed. I didn't want to watch the original Justice League movie. I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch this. And I watched it, right? I was like, I don't want, I'm not going to watch Suicide Squad. And I watched Suicide Squad, right? Like I, it's just, it's what, it's what we do. So I'm going to watch it, uh, no matter what, you know, but it's, I think I'm starting to see it more, less and less from the fanboy perspective, um, and more and more from a more critical, uh, place, because that's, that's kind of something that I, I fell short on, when I first started watching Marvel films, uh, I was so excited to just see characters that I loved on the screen that I, I neglected to watch it from a much more critic based perspective, like a writer, like, like a writer's perspective. I I neglected to, to look at it from a, from a writer and a filmmaker perspective. Um, and I was watching it and talking about it from purely a fan perspective. And then I would like sprinkle in stuff that I'll be like, oh, yeah, because see like the narrative elements here, there and whatever. Um, and this, that and the other. But it was very much a very like fan thing, which is fine, because let's be honest, the Marvel films are their popcorn films. They're popcorn films. They're meant for the casual audience. And that's kind of, you know, that's what they're meant for. And that's why they're good. Right. That's why they're good. They're not you know they throw in a couple of easter eggs for you know for hardcore fans but general in general they're for a new audience and they're for a new fan base which the mcu has its own fan base and there's a lot of crossover between mcu people and comic book people but there is also a bit of a distinction like uh like there are certain people i follow who i who i watch their content and they're very big um they're very big DC people and they're also very big Marvel comics people. They're very big DC like movies and Marvel comics, right? And also DC comics, but they love Marvel comics a lot. Um, but they don't like the MCU because they don't see it as something as like a, a, a true like representation of the characters that they love on the page, which I can, I, I can see that point of view. I can see where that's coming from because comic books beyond being super cool because they are they're super cool um they are comic books and manga uh are kind of the the best like narrative vehicle right like there's you get the literary elements that you would get in a book Right. You get the literary elements that you get in a book, you get these words, you get this script, you get this writing that in some cases is some of the best writing that, that you'll see. Um, and then you also get the added benefit of of illustrations 
right? And illustrations that aren't that aren't stagnant but dynamic. These 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 true to life or sometimes larger than life uh, illustrations of the words that you're reading, and it draws you in, and it it pre- presents a fuller picture and a fuller world that you wouldn't get normally if you were just looking at, you know, pictures or if you were just reading a book. So it kind of, you know, or even if you were watching animation, say, because comic books provide you with a long drawn out story, you get into more details, you can kind of go back and, and kind of just look at a page for a while, which I sometimes find myself doing, especially with, uh, with splash pages or, or, um, or really big comics. Uh, I'll end up sitting there looking at at some of at some of the panels, just reading, just looking at the panel, rereading the words and just kind of digesting what I'm visualizing. Right. And letting that kind of play in my head. So comic books kind of gives you this this perfect narrative vehicle. Right. And it's told some of the best stories of of the current you know, modern literature, honestly, like we can go back and forth about what's the best books or what's the best whatever. But there's a reason why Ender's Game did a comic book with Marvel. You know, there's there's a reason why these things happen. And I mean, it's definitely not because of the money because they don't make a lot of money. <laughs> uh, it's because it's, it's, it's something that's that's cool. And it's something that's like that's good and people will buy it sure but like as we've seen whenever we see dc restart the universe with new 52 or rebirth or future state now or whatever it is now they reboot it because they don't make a lot of money during that time period so they go oh, we'll just reboot it again and then we'll get a boost in sales because we rebooted the universe and new fans come in and new fans will read it and then we get a little bit of cash then over time they stop reading and then we start losing money again or the same with marvel when they're like oh such and such does this and you know the whole convergence or whatever it was called and all this type of stuff they reboot the universe because they're like well we need to get new fans in because we're not getting money out of the old fans because the old fans got aggravated with what we were doing and we didn't change it, so they left. Now we have to get new fans and possibly get those new fans, the old fans back. Let's reboot the universe. So they do, and then we come back and we buy the thing again, and then we get angry again because the same thing happened again, and we're like, I can't believe that we've done this. You know, like every single time I read a Red Hood comic book, and I'm like, oh, yeah, great, new Red Hood stories. And I don't know why we do this to ourselves. I don't understand why I do this to myself, okay? I don't know. I read this comic and then 25 issues in or whatever, 30 issues in or sometimes two issues in all of a sudden crowbar. And I'm like, why? Why? Why do you need to do this? Why do you feel the need to set everything back to square one every single story? Why can't it just move forward? You know, why? Why does there have to be a panel where him and Bruce fight again? Why does there have to be something about the Joker again? Just let it end. Just move on. Move on. Right. But every single reboot, every single comic, if I have to read Scott Lobdell's dumb words about the Red Hood again, I will be so mad. So mad. Right. And then I see the Titans trailer and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Titans is back. Sweet. Uh, More Jason Hood. Oh, he's red. He's Red Hood now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And Crowbar. God dang it. Ten seconds in. I'm like, why? Why? 
why <laughs> why can't why <laughs> you know like why can't it just why can't we just move forward why can't we just move past certain things like come on it's it's not it's not fun it's not funny anymore like the joke is over and yet they still hold on to the joke they're like no 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 but like remember this and i'm like yes i I quite remember it quite remember it from 1980 whatever (laughs) it's over (laughs) it was 40 years ago it's time to move on we we can move on now (laughs) You can move on, please. You know, um, so, you know, that's comic books. Um, but we do tend to get these ideas of characters in our head and we do tend to see these characters, um, much like, uh, for example, the thing, the main example people that I follow, they bring up, they say Captain America, right? Captain America in the comics is upstanding all the time, constantly right. Never is never wrong ever is never wrong in the comics except for you know this new nonsense that they did with like the hydra cap which in and of itself is the most disrespectful thing i've ever uh, just that's an entire thing i don't want to even unpack um yeah i understand it's not really captain america spoiler alert whatever um it's a bad story anyway don't read it um like i get it but even just the idea of that is is disgusting um but yeah, in, in comic books, Captain America, never wrong, right? And when Civil War comes around in the comics, he's still not wrong, right? And there was a there there was a lot of people trying to debate what the like what the the true and the, the pros and cons, whatever, of both sides in the comics. It's pretty cut and dry that Tony is wrong and Steve is right. And in the movies, I understand them wanting to make it a bit more of a nuanced situation right they wanted to make it a bit more nuanced they wanted to make it a bit more um a bit i guess a bit more modern in a way even though the civil war happened with the 90s um but i guess you know a bit more contemporary as one might say uh so we ended up with with the movie captain america civil war where it was a bit more of like hey both of them are kind of wrong and both are kind of right um but a lot of people, myself included, I was like, oh, well, this is kind of it's kind of weird, right? Like, I think I, I definitely was going into it with the idea of like, hey, you could have just put straight up Civil War from the comics into into this movie and it would have worked. Like, it would have worked. You got Spider-Man anyway. You know, it would have worked to just unmask him, have his aunt get taken out, like all this type of stuff could have happened. And it could have worked, right? Because it was it was a good story. It was okay. It was it was a mid story because things got out of hand pretty late in the game. There, things got way out of hand. Um, but it also could have. I understand Disney didn't have X Men at the time, but it could open up the door to like Inhuman stuff. All this like the hints were there that could have been placed if they had done the comic version of Civil War. All that to say, um, it's a long way around of saying uh, I want marvel to do weirder stuff which i've said before i've said that a lot i really do though i mean that i i i really want them to expand the stuff just expand it let somebody try something new that's why i my favorite marvel oh i forgot about saying thor ragnarok the ragnarok was like the biggest shot in the arm for me to like like coming back to marvel right and i i love 
I love that they got Taika Waititi. Right, it's so good. Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be day one. I'm gonna be watching that movie. Like it's so. I'm so excited for that movie. Right, like it's. It is. I want more stuff like that, because I feel like we've forgotten that comic books are they're comic books, and these are comic book movies, and sometimes comic books don't make sense. Sometimes comic books are just there to be there, to just be weird and be wacky. We're talking about a dude who dresses up in an iron suit. We're talking about a guy who has heightened senses because chemicals went in his eyes when he was nine years old. We're talking about a guy who, you know, who came out of the World War II with a bunch of steroids and a magic shield. Like, come on. We're talking about a dude who was literally Thor. Like, come on. You know, like, it's wacky. It's and it should be allowed to be wacky. It should be allowed to be dumb. I after watching Invincible and watching The Boys and watching uh The Umbrella Academy and watching um what what's what's the 87 other shows, you know, Arrow and and The Flash and whatever. Right, after watching all these shows, which some of them are good shows. Umbrella Academy, top-notch show. I I watch I watch it repeatedly it's it's great um and not just because i love gerard way as a writer and a musician but genuinely good show the boys i enjoyed the boys um good show i loved invincible good show right arrow it was fine the flash it was fine let me tell you the cw superhero show i enjoyed the most legends of tomorrow Legends of Tomorrow, you know why? Because Legends of Tomorrow, in the earlier seasons, it was a bit serious. It was a bit serious. It was a serious time adventure, which I enjoyed because they allowed them to still be a little bit weird, a little bit wacky. By the later seasons, it's gone off the rails. It's gone absolutely off the rails, and I love that. I love it because they remembered. They were like, oh, yeah, this is comic books we're talking about. Comic books where the Flash has a time machine treadmill. Like, what? Who cares? Who cares what you do? Grounded means nothing right now. You know, we've had the grounded thing happen for the last decade and a half. You know, like it's it's been going. You know, my favorite Batman film is Batman and Robin. You can roast me all you want. That is a fun movie. Okay, actually, that's not even my favorite. You know, my favorite one is Batman the movie with Adam West in it. Shark repellent. That is my favorite version of Batman. That is my favorite Batman movie. And yeah, you could you can come at me on Twitter. You can come at me on comments, whatever. Tweet at me, send me stuff, and talk about what your favorite Batman is. Roast me with your favorite Batmans and be like, oh, this is why this one's good, okay? Whatever, all right? It's true. They are the superior Batman, okay? Because grounded means nothing. It means nothing, I don't I don't read comic books because I want somebody to tell me about, you know, about regular life. I can go outside and figure that out. All right. Do I enjoy a deep lore? Yes, that's amazing. That's awesome. Everybody loves a deep lore. I do want to know how Spider-Man does his taxes. That's hilarious to me. But just be a wacky thing where Spider-Man's on an adventure to do his taxes and he keeps getting waylaid because he's like, he has to fight the scorpion or like Aunt May's going on another date with another one of his villains for some inexplicable reason, you know, or like Flash Thompson shows up or something, you know, like do that. You know, I would love that. I'd love it. I'd laugh 
completely if the Guardians of the Galaxy went on an adventure to do their taxes and they just kept getting distracted by going to space and doing other stuff. I'd laugh about it. I'd laugh about it because that's what it is. The premise is just the narrative vehicle to get the character to where you want them to go. That's all it is. That's all it is. And the grounded superhero story kind of takes the premise a bit too serious sometimes, especially recently. It's gotten out of hand. That's what it really is. Because in the beginning, it was fun. It was extremely fun. Iron Man 1, great time, right? I don't count Christian Bale's Batman as Batman. I don't do it. Right, because it, it just it's not the character that I remember. And I and movie Batman, movie Batman that doesn't have a Robin is barely considered Batman to me. Because Batman is a boring character without anybody else in his family. He's boring. He's lame. The thing that makes Batman interesting is his family dynamic. The Robins and Alfred and whatever woman they've paired him with at the time, whether that be Catwoman or Diana the or or Dinah, uh, which I don't like that one. I don't like him and Dinah, and I don't like him and Lois. Just get, just stop that. Stop it, DC. Stop it. Just stop. Just stop, and don't even get me started on on Bruce and Barbara. Just that was disgusting. It was gross. Just stop. So you know. There are certain things that I'm like, yeah, that's barely Batman. Because Batman's boring without all that stuff. He's he's what grim and he's brooding. Yeah, so am I. What what what? I don't go out dressed as a furry. <laughs> Stay in my house. I play video games and I listen to loud music all day. That's what Batman needs to do. Go to therapy, dude. It's boring. But when Batman's like, oh, I got to take care of this kid that I found this random black-haired blue-eyed orphan that looks suspiciously like me because all them kids look like him and that makes me so mad and so it makes me laugh every time too because how does nobody go maybe his kid you know like constantly everybody's like all these kids look exactly like him and nobody's like maybe is he lying about this adoption thing Cause like Bruce be having a lot of women around him all the time for like the last 45 years. And all these kids look like him. I think he lied about this adoption thing. <laughs> you know, I just want somebody to say it. I just want somebody to do that once. So, yeah. So it was fun in the beginning, right? To see that kind of grounded thing. I love the, the, the like wacky eighties Batman too right with keaton because that was zero percent grounded you see gotham back then it was insane right not to say i don't enjoy all of it i didn't enjoy the i did not enjoy the 70s superman stuff but that's mostly because i just i don't i don't like the way that most hollywood writers write superman and how most writers write superman like there are very few superman stories that i genuinely enjoy because i don't think writers understand superman truthfully like some do the guy who did superman grounded understand superman the guy who did superman year one also understands superman right to a degree his was his was slightly less interesting than superman grounded but a lot of writers just don't understand superman they think that the point of superman is to just have him be the strongest thing that there is or to become evil or or you know fly around the world doing something uh you know and that's not the point of superman right 
the point of Superman is to have this this such an alien creature, right? Because while he looks like humanity, while he looks like a human, he's very much not, right? Like he is the strongest thing in the universe. He can't be hurt unless you're like above a certain level of a threat that could destroy the planet instantaneously, right? Having something that powerful and that foreign trying to be human and trying to fit in and the mental gymnastics that he has to go to go through in order to to blend in and just the mental tax and toll that it must take on him that's where you find the most interesting superman stories it's cerebral every single superman story is a thought piece so think piece it's 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 a mental game of a man who lives in a world that is a cardboard box, you know, to him, you know, like I forget who wrote that. Um, whereas like Superman, like the earth is pretty much just cardboard to him at any moment. He could shatter the entire thing, but he works so hard to keep it safe, to keep, to stay good. And that's what, that's a good Superman story. Not, he punched dark side a bit you know that's not interesting you know which is why i like man of steel man of steel leaned a bit too heavy into the he punched people sort of it um i think they honestly should just done superman grounded or something uh that's part of why smallville was so good it just focused on the relationships around clark didn't even focus on superman really it focused on relationships around clark and uh and the way that he was dealing with you know growing up being this kind of really powerful being um you know we haven't and i guess superman and lois is kind of uh recapturing that that same feel um of it's not really about superman fighting battles it's more about superman as a man as clark kent and as kal-el uh, and that's that's the interesting thing about him. Um, so, yeah, I think that the the entire genre, it's not just Marvel, the entire genre has it's been it's been a bit it's been a, mu- a bit much. Honestly, it's a bit much. Um, the whole grounded in reality thing is gone a little far. It's like, yeah, we get it. We get it. OK, how many times do we have to do this? Every single show has got to be like, this is this grounded. This is what they would really be like. Yeah, okay, fine. Just let me see a man shrink again. And I don't know, do something silly with ants. You know, just, just, just let me see that, please. Just send me back to 90s X-Men cartoon days. You know, I just want to watch I just want to watch a Nightcrawler, you know, teleport around and try and go on a date with Kitty Pride. You know, just just I just want X-Men Evolution, but live action, you know, I just want just let just do it. Just do it. I don't we don't need I don't need this to be serious right now. You know, I don't need it to be in in sepia tone sometimes and then in in gunmetal gray all over the place and and gears and bolts. And look at this. Look, look, his suit is hanging on by wires. So. Just have a silly, colorful suit. Run around in some spandex. (laughs) Just just have a silly, colorful spandex suit. 
and fist fight a man in a lizard costume. Please. Please. That's all I want. Please. You know, that's that's kind of where the G.I. Joe films kind of kind of went sideways for me was when they kind of leaned away from the wackiness that was G.I. Joe. Because right, G.I. Joe was dumb. Let's be honest. G.I. Joe is dumb. It's great. It's amazing. 10 out of 10. But it's dumb. That's what made it so great. If, if you ever watched the G.I. Joe, the movie from like 84, you would agree with me. You'd be like, oh, this is dumb. It's amazing. But it's dumb. And then they came out with the movie and uh, and Rise of Cobra. They came out with G.I. Joe and G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. And they leaned away from that. They tried to to do a Marvel and they tried to do a DC and, and at that time. And, and they were like, let's lean heavily into realism. Let's go with uh, let's let's do this whole thing where it's like, this is what they would really be like. And it wasn't it was less fun. Like they threw some jokes in there, but everybody does like the there's a couple of quips. There's a couple of quips so that you think this is still an action comedy, you know, but it's less fun. You lose that joy, you know, uh, and that joy was like that joy is what got us into this in the first place. Um, and it's fun to, to see like an Elseworlds thing every now and then where you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, that's that's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. What if Superman did become evil for a bit? That's fun once. It's enjoyable to see one time because you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's crazy. But then when you keep doing it, it becomes less fun every single time. The law of diminishing returns is real, people. OK, and every single time they do another injustice, it a little piece of me dies. Like it stops being fun when every single thing has to be drowned in realism and drowned in reality it's like yes there are certain things that we can talk about in comic books and i think there are certain things that definitely need to be talked about in comic books misogyny probably number one thing that needs to be talked about in comic misogyny racism boom there you go those are two things that do need to be explored i don't need to see another book about superman becoming evil i would like to see a book about somebody explaining to me why starfire continually has less and less clothes every single time there's a new comic book that comes out and don't give me any of that nonsense of her planet. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Okay. We know exactly why it's happening. Because Teen Titans got around it perfectly fine. Uh, I'm talking about the, the television show um, in, from 2003. Uh, and I understand it's a children's show. But I mean, we're talking about a Teen Titans comic book. That was meant for teens. And yet, for some reason, you know, she's got every form of side breast ever that imaginable. Okay. So that's the next comic I want to see. Teen Titans, the quest for Starfire's pants. You know, the quest to get the men out of the writer's room. Um, So, you know, let's let's get into that. Let's get into why Duke, uh, Duke Thomas and Luke of Luke Fox were kind of pushed out of the bat family. Let's get into that. Why aren't they really seen anymore? Why are they gone? Is Duke even canon anymore? Like, yeah, you put Batwing in the CW, but I want to see more of, I want to see more of Duke, honestly, because he was a great foil to pretty much every single one of the Robins and to Batman himself, because he was such a different character. 
So let's talk about why they're gone. Let's talk about why we don't really see enough static shock and why and why when we do see a, a, a character on screen, it's only static shock that we see or Jaime Reyes. You know, let's 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 get into more of that. Let's be like, OK, where's Johnny Thunder? You know, where's all these characters that exist that are around? I don't need to see Cowl, whatever, whatever new Superman thing they're trying to do. Just give me some good stuff. There's so many characters to choose from. Why? You know, so yeah, there's plenty of realism that can be talked about in comic books and some stuff that needs to be talked about. And whoever's secret identity isn't it, right? There's, there's a lot of misogyny to be worked through. That's some realism you can talk about. There's a lot of racism to be worked through. That's some realism you can talk about. You know, on top of the, the various other things that, that need to be worked out in, uh, in comics, right? So there's plenty of realism to go for. Plenty. Plenty of nuance to have. So many things. Um, as long as you don't shy away from it, which Falcon and Winter Soldier did a very good job of, of beginning to to touch on that conversation um, in comic book media. Um, and I hope that it continues in, in, in more shows, not just for, you know, not just for the African-American experience, but also, you know, well, but, you know, the black experience, but for plenty of other people of color. You know, I hope that Shang-Chi will be a, will be a very good um, conversation while not being you know, while not leaning into, um, what was it like suffering? I think someone, someone, someone called it like suffering, uh, like suffering lust or something like that, where it's like, they constantly bring up pain because they're like, that's what you like. It's like, that is not what I like. I don't want to be reminded of pain all the time. I know what it's like. Okay. Just, just give me something, uh, give me something that celebrates, you know, uh, who I am without bringing up trauma. Uh, every time I watch this, you know? So I hope that Shang-Chi will, will be like that, you know, um, I hope that, you know, I hope that there, there, I hope that the conversation will continue with more and more shows and more and more, uh, more and more films. Um, you know, there's a lot to talk about a lot. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been 40 minutes of me talking about that. So moving on, I bought a new camera, bought a DSLR, bought a Canon DSLR, uh, the 250D, um, and I'm going to be taking a lot of pictures. It's going to be fun. I'm going to take a lot of pictures. Um, I haven't I haven't done photography like in depth, like deep, uh, since high school. I took a class, uh, took classes in high school for photography. Um, I was in the photography club and whatever, uh, and I did a little bit in college, but it wasn't to the, you know, it wasn't to the level that I was doing it back then. Um, so I haven't done photography in a very long time. Uh, but I've been recently, I've been, you know, uh, 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 my brain, you know, the, the old ADHD brain, the old Dave upstairs, um, was like, you're going to do photography. That's what you're going to do. And, uh, and of course that was in my brain for, for like a week and a half before I bought this camera, like literally every single day I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And my brain was like, you're going to do it. You better do it. I'll never let you rest. You won't be able to sleep until you buy this camera. You, you won't be able to, it's all you're going to think about all you're going to think about. So you better go and looking for that camera boy. Cause that's all you're going to be thinking about. And, uh, and eventually I bought the camera. So I bought the camera. Um, and David shut up finally. Um, now he's just waiting for the camera to get here. It's like when that camera gonna get here, we're going to take these pictures. 
the sky looks so nice right now. You should have taken a picture. And I'm like, nah, I don't have the camera yet. He's like, hmm, should have bought the camera earlier then, huh? Fool. You fool. Um, so I bought the camera. So I'm taking a lot of pictures. I'm going to take a lot of like uh, nature shots. Um, I already know that. Uh, and then probably also going to be taking a lot of um, a lot of like solo shots of people. Um, and then I don't know. Well, we'll see from there. Um, but there's gonna be a lot of nature shots. Gonna be a lot of like sky shots at night. I'm gonna be messing around with a lot of like color gradients and um, and a lot of like white balance and and all this type of stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play around with it a lot. I'm gonna try and get my my contrast. I already know like my photography style is a bit like I I like I like a bit harsher on the contrast. I like lines to stand out. I like shadows to to be pronounced. I like these types of things. Um, because when I go to like galleries, when I go to like photography galleries, or art galleries, those are the pieces that I'm that I'm drawn to. Um, I like very sharp images um, and very like very, very distinct lines and very like very deep shadows. And, you know, um, which is why I, th- I think I think that's why I like uh, black and white photo, uh, photography um, a lot. Right. When it comes to paintings, I like color. Right. I like color. I like uh, I like a lot of uh, impressionism, whatever. Um, I like a lot of Van Gogh. Um, I like, you know, I like, um, you know, so it, it, it's, it's, it's different, I guess, because with photography, I like a lot of I like a lot of uh, a lot of distinction, a lot of things like that with with art, with like paintings. I like a little bit of um, just kind of I like to let my mind roam with it and then with sculptures i kind of i like the what is the baroque period um not michelangelo's david but like one of the other ones where he's more in like a i think it's a baroque period where he's more in like in the action uh sculpture i like that um as opposed to like the the like renaissance style of like sculpture standing there um i I don't i those are mid to me um but like the Baroque period and, and things like that were, were a lot more interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm going to be playing around with settings. We're playing around with photo uh, photography um, and just kind of seeing what, what style, see how my style has changed over the years um, and see like what, what's new, I guess. Cause I, I, I don't, I don't know what my new style is going to be. Cause I know how I take photos on my phone. Um, I know how to take photos on that. I do. I up the, I, like I said, I up the contrast. I do change things around a little bit. I have specific filters that I enjoy. So I'm going to, it's going to be interesting to, to like see, cause I'm going on trips this year as well. So I'm going to be taking photographs while I'm out and about on those trips as well. Um, so it'll be fun to see how my styles have changed for that. Uh, other things video games that have been playing mass effect legendary edition been doing that i'm on mass effect 3 so I, this will be the first time that i've ever beaten mass effect 3 um so uh, first time that i will have seen that terrible ending that i keep hearing about uh i've also been playing assassin's creed valhalla which i've lost so many hours to that game like so many hours i've been playing that game for about 50 hours or so and my my town my settlement is still it's like it's it's rank four or whatever 
um, reputation for whatever it is. Uh, and I'm doing like, I'm doing like the Irish, the Ireland, uh, like the Ireland DLC right now. Um, and I've just been, I literally, literally, I've just been messing around in that game for some, just building, just raiding stuff and building buildings. And then of course, you know, like relationships as well. Cause I love RPGs. Um, and I love romance, love romance in my RPGs. So of course that was like a big thing. I was like, Oh, let me see. I was like going around looking the different romance options um and i messed up i didn't i didn't i accidentally didn't save before i entered into one um so now i'm locked into that one because i refuse to break up with her i was like nope i'm in this now i am in this now i'm not breaking up with her this is too late um so that's gonna be interesting uh i'm gonna have to replay the game anyway and then remember to make saves at certain points so that i can get uh this other character um so I've been messing around with that. Uh, and I've played legitimately probably like 50 or 60 hours of that game. And I I, I know I'm nowhere near close to beating it. I know I'm not. I'm, I've got another 80 hours or something. The way I play. Um, probably another 80, maybe another 100. Who knows? Um, so those two things are what I'm playing right now. And No Man's Sky as well. Uh, I've also been playing No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is very, it's very relaxing for me to play uh i play that whenever i just like want to chill <laughs> and just like you know just mess around and build a base on a alien planet uh and bradley and i are about to start playing we're both playing the game separately but we're about to start playing the game together once we once we sort out like how to how to cross play we just figure that out um and i've been playing a lot of uno a lot of uno um and a lot of gardic phone with uh with pals um on like saturdays or whatever i think we're gonna play like among us or something and we might stream it we might record it i don't know it's been very fun to just kind of just mess around with like with friends uh you know just play stuff not for content it's been very fun um says so video games that have been music stuff i've been listening to ann arbor like on repeat ann arbor and r5 and you know what i'm not even ashamed to say that i've been i've been listening to ann arbor and r5 ann arbor um mainly uh the burnout album from 2013 like they're like the stuff they released recently like last year like find a way tangerine uh tasty i've been listening to that as well like the singles they released uh last year especially tangerine i love tangerine tangerine is so good um find a way is also very good uh but burnout from 2013 um and and the their self-titled albums also very good and free your mind free your mind is is was my favorite album that theirs for a very long time um because it had you and i on it and you and i of course and it also had uh passion for publication and always dirty never clean uh all of which are great songs and that whole album is great all of their albums are great like the whole album's so good like they are so good um and of course the words you don't swallow uh like i really like let the games begin and, and mr big shot and going to jail on that album so i've been listening to a lot of ann arbor um but burnout of course like 18 like that kind of got tiktok kind of got me back into listening to that song because i was like i was scrolling through tiktok and i heard the song come on and i was like yo that's was 18 by ann arbor 
And I was like, what, what? I was like, what's what's going on here? We're like, what's why why what's happening here? And it was just people like you know people were like doing some. It was like a POV or something like that or a role play or something like that. Um, and somebody was talking about like dating a poppy girl or something like that. Um, and I was like, oh, it's, they're using eighteen by by Ann Arbor. And of course, you know, TikTok is like a minute long. So I was I was like, oh, I gotta hear the song. I gotta listen to that song now because it's in my head. I gotta listen to that song. And then I went back and I was like, while I'm listening to 18, I might as well listen to a whole Burnout album. Like, might as well listen to the whole thing. Uh, and then I was like, since I listen to Burnout, I might as well listen to Ann Arbor. You know? And I was like, well, since I listen to Ann Arbor, I might as well, I, I might as well just listen to Free Your Mind. You know? I was like, since I listen to Free Your Mind, I might as well just listen to The Words You Don't Swallow. You know? And I was like, let me see if they released anything new last year. Let me see, let me see what they've been up to. Let me, let me see. You know, let, me, let me see if they released anything. And then I was like, oh, they released three singles? gotta listen to that you know and then all of a sudden i just listened to that whole catalog again um so i've had that on like the background while i've been playing uh mass effect as well because i've been treating it like um almost like like peter quill does with like the headphones and stuff in his helmet like i've been treating it as if my shepherd was constantly listening to to like for for them for the mass effect world would be like classical music because it would be from like a hundred years in the past um because those those games are like 2150 or something like that so it'd be like 150 years in the past so in my head shepherd is just listening to stuff that his grandparents listen to (laughs) like my shepherd is just listening to things that like his grandparents listen to um so they're like playing uh as i'm like playing the game uh and just like throwing in stuff so yeah and then r5 um i do listen to the driver era so if somebody else is like yeah but do you listen to r5 but do you listen to the driver era i do i do um they are very good uh i'm glad that i'm glad that ross lynch is is still doing stuff um but that like that that album all night or whatever by r5 fire absolute fire um as is like pretty much everything that that Ross Lynch has made him and his brother um and just him and the rest of his family great stuff so I've been listening to a lot of that um that's pretty much that's pretty much 99% of what I've been listening to besides like Oz and Izzle, um you know and like other stuff like that um which is a very different vibe <laughs> from like from what it, I was like listen to Ann Arbor and R5 and then Osnizzle, very different vibes. Um, <laughs> those two situations there. Uh, so yeah, that's that's mainly what I've been doing with the music stuff. Um, and of course, working on like some uh, some lyrics with some stuff that might come out soon-ish, and then working on the backing track for uh for for a theme song for somebody. So that'll come out. <laughs> whenever that's done uh then that'll be a thing that you can hear um so yeah recommendations for this week listen to ann arbor i don't know um watch watch loki i guess watch it watch it see what you think about it let me know um like i said while it didn't it didn't capture me the the way that that i wanted i still think narratively it was good um and I think the second episode will be better for me. Um, I just think the pilot didn't capture me the way that I wanted. So watch it. Um, second episode's out already. 
came out two days ago as of the time this goes up. Um, and listen to Ann Arbor. <laughs> listen to that. Uh, and go and play video games and have a good time and you know whatever look at my photography um where to find me on the twitter at morgan l brooks m-o-r-g-a-n-l-b-r-o-o-k-s on the twitter go tell me what your favorite batman is or your favorite video game or just talk you know just talk trash tell me if heroes do that um on instagram where i will be posting things uh photography that I have taken um, at Morgan L underscore Brooks, M-O-R-G-A-N-L underscore B-R-O-O-K-S um, on TikTok, on YouTube, on Twitch, on SoundCloud, Hidden Time Lord, H-I-D-D-E-N-T-I-M-E-L-O-R-D, um, where I will be streaming video games on the Twitch because my internet is now no longer absolutely broken um and i can do that now uh where i'll be uploading those plays play through those streams to youtube for your viewing enjoyment uh after they've been cut down and edited um so yeah all of that will be happening um starting next week i believe because i will be your streaming starting next week and then the week after that because i'll give myself an extra week to to edit honestly because i am uh so yeah be streaming next week um starting sometime next week probably monday probably uh monday or tuesday probably tuesday maybe i don't know i'll check schedule uh there will be a schedule that will be done but starting next week we'll be streaming we're gonna start with f1 2020 we're gonna be streaming some racing because i'll be able to talk and you know and do that at the same time um because my brain hole it'd be wild sometimes so yeah be ready for that be prepared enjoy um i will talk to you next week i've talked for an hour can you fathom that just really fathom that talked for an hour jesus Uh. sorry it is it's almost midnight and i have not slept well at all for the last week um I barely slept and I, I have to, I have to like people, real people business, like out in the world tomorrow. I am, I'm toasted, man. And ladies and everyone in between. Um, I am toasted. Oh gosh. Yeah. Let me try and get sleep. I have to be up so early tomorrow. I have, I have a meeting at nine 30. Ugh. so yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Appreciate you share this with a friend. Or an enemy, or you know, family, friends, whatever, whoever, whoever you think will listen to it. If it was a random person on the street, go, hey, listen to this, and then tell them the name of it and tell them to subscribe. Uh, find this anywhere. You know where you found it. You're listening to this right now. Um, thank you. Bye. I enjoy your presence. Thank you. Bye.